This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your host, Jason Allen Key. Welcome, everybody, to the Comedy Zone podcast for the week of, I know it's going to get ahead of myself, October 22nd? Sure. Yes. Uh, well, sort of, yeah. I mean, if you, because it's Saturday. It's, sure. Let's go with that. When is that? that what are we today's, about? Today, if you're listening to this on the day it's supposed to be released, is the 20th, <laughs> October 20th. October 20th. Right. Yeah, let's do that. Let's yeah, let's say October 20th. Uh, I'm Jason Allen King. I'm your host. I'm, I'm thrilled to be back. Uh, this is my second, second week back, but I was remote. Uh, I was here digitally. I don't know. I'm like Neo from the Matrix. You were PFH. I was, what's that? Podcasting from home. <laughs> that sounded dirty. You're PFH. I was like, oh, is that like a, is that a sex thing or is it a fart? A kind of fart. <laughs> like SVD, right? Like, like uh, I'm at PHF, P, whatever it is. I'm BCR. Uh, but I'm, gra- I'm glad to be here. This is a May. This is my first time ba- at the new studio. Yeah, Have you, I'm sure you covered this ground already on the podcast. Yes, no. Um, a little bit. Um, Joy wasn't particularly impressed with it, so I think <laughs> <laughs> she didn't really, really mention. Yeah, she didn't really say. She didn't one. really care. <laughs> you you know what? It's it, getting her heart rate up. I think Joy she is, is like tough. she's pretty like she's got a flat line and it's she, just above heart stopping. <laughs> but Joy, she's got she's too cool. Like not in a bad way. She's like a cool cucumber. Yeah, it takes a lot to impress her. I think. It <laughs> really does. <laughs> Trust me, it does. Every time I see her, she's like, "Oh, you got a blue button up on again, huh? Nice." <laughs> she's not wrong, but I appreciate that she brings it up a lot. Uh, Joy's the best. Uh, yeah, so I love it. See me, not that I'm easily impressed, but I'm certainly impressed by by this space. And good for you. I feel like uh, nothing yeah. against uh, the previous owner, unless there is. Is there anything? No, against no, no, oh, no. Okay. No, of course not. We, it, it just it was time for the network and, and yeah. the production company to kind of stand on its own two feet. Right. And so we've relocated. We haven't made a formal announcement uh, yet, as you're listening to this, but. Um, we we've moved uh, to Uptown uh, Charlotte. So we're just a oh, am I breaking it? Am <laughs> I? Did I just break it? Yeah, oh, I mean, no. <laughs> some people have kind of talked about it, but whoops. Uh, but there hasn't been a formal announcement just yet. But yeah, the the uh, Queen City Podcast <laughs> Network studios are now located on uh, on uh, Trade Street, just a couple blocks uh, west of uh, Moving on up. Trade and Tryon, and and it's uptown. great. Yeah, I love being uptown. Um, awesome. Um, a lot of our uh, client work is uptown, so mm-hmm. we can I can scooter to to meetings wow. and stuff like that now. And, uh, now that visual, something. folks, if you don't know, Brian is it's a site. It's yeah. a site. <laughs> it's fantastic. Ah, uh, that's really cool, though. Good for you. And yeah, you're, it's, you're it's close to a couple great. other places that you did uh, uh, the spots for, like Charlotte Shout, like the coffee shop. I'm forgetting the name right now. Well, yeah. So Shout in 2019, uh, Coco and the Director, where we're yeah. a five minute walk now from Coco and the Director. Yeah, uh, great place. Charlotte Shout. Now, this last year at uh, Discovery Place, we're just a couple blocks from uh, Discovery Place. It's 
it's great. It's 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 uh, you know it's right where we're. I feel like where we're supposed to be. So yeah, it's, it's yeah a good it makes thing. sense. Yeah. For, there's a Queen City podcast network. You should be a couple blocks from literally the center of the city. So. Yeah, right in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. it's good, awesome. Good for you, man. I I, I mean that sincerely. Uh, good job. You guys are doing great things here. Yeah. A lot of awards in the uh, in the the new uh, uh, green room there. It's, I mean, it really is beautiful. Yeah. If you if you're close by, folks, drop in, say hi. I don't think you can get in the building, but yeah, let's wave not from the street. Invite everybody, but. <laughs> Uh, I wait. I, I let me know when you tell Advent because they think there's still a podcast <laughs> happening in there, since nobody knows. I assume, uh, and if we don't like, I'll just TP their place if you don't like them. Yeah. Well, you just tell me. I think they're pretty aware that okay. we've left. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot okay. quieter there now. Is it? Yeah. The only I will say I do miss Paper Plane. Yeah, I miss the coffee shop right across the hall. And yeah, the, the folks over there. But uh, that was closer to my house too. I'm not going to lie, but that's okay. <laughs> Uh, it's nice. Very, very good. I'm glad Thanks, to be man. back. Everything feels fresh and new, and yeah. uh, here we are. We're doing it. We're doing the thing. And and it's a good good time of year to be making this change. It's not like you're trying to move, because there's a lot of gear here. Yes. And plus, uh, um, you got Steve Smith stuff. Yeah. That's so a- we we produce um, Steve Smith's podcast now for Underdog Fantasy. Yeah. Um, so you can catch him, search for Cut To It on um, Underdog and Fantasy. But basically, there's two studios set up in our in our new office space, uh, the podcast studio that you're sitting in right now. Yeah. And then a studio that we use at this point exclusively for Cut To It with um, Underdog uh, Fantasy that we kind of built out for the video for that uh, podcast as well. Super so, cool. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's lots of uh, really cool things happening and uh, some cool things coming up. Love towards it. the end of this year. Well, listen, Steve Smith is is awesome. He's been a he has been a Panthers favorite from yeah. day one. And again, I'll I'll reiterate this is a Queen City Podcast Network. The fact that, you know, you're here and producing that and working with him is I, I couldn't be happier for you and for him because I know you do good work. So yeah, uh, uh, that's really cool. And he is hysterical. He's, I love everything yes. that he does. <laughs> yeah. Because he's he's got this charm and this he can get away with sort of just being him no matter where he's at. It's yeah. just and it works and he's super entertaining and his takes are great. He has got this whole thing about how he how he said Cooper Cup Cooper Cup was like the best receiver and came out. And yeah. I think he got grief for it. Cooper Cup MVP the Super Bowl. Yeah. Good on you, Steve. You're yeah, awesome. <laughs> first uh triple crown winner since Steve did it in the mid two thousands. Re- okay. So yeah, so so Steve was Steve was right. Yeah, he was on it. Yeah. So and he yeah. did take a lot of crap for that. But yeah, yeah he did. He like, did. I think I can know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I got <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I'm gonna I'm gonna call the next big uh comedy star because I know I'm not comparing myself to Steve Smith. I'm taking. I'm pulling back. I'm pulling back on that. Abort. <laughs> uh, but it's good. To be, and I was starting to say, like you know, moving on the stuff in October. I'm. This is my. This is a favorite month. Favorite yeah, time yeah. of year. So you got a birthday coming up. Got. Well, we don't talk about that. Right, I'm around sorry. here, but it is a. It's I'll a great month. I will say, uh, I'm a huge fan of Halloween. Yes. Uh, it's the best, and I, and I did a video about this, and it's and it's caught some steam, and I think that I wanted to promote it here. That I think. That we should be saying some version of Happy Halloween all year long, or all month long, not all year long. I mean, you can yeah. whatever you want to do, but I, I don't. I don't necessarily disagree with that. Yeah. You, you, we do other stuff. Yeah, Merry know. Christmas. All yeah. F- starting in June now, <laughs> we do Merry Christmas. You see decorations, people over their tree up and stuff. I, let's start. Let's start our own version. Is essentially what it yeah. is. So, seasons creepings to you, sir. Nice. And I like ha- it. Happy pumpkins and death. 
Happy, yeah. happy pumpkins and death to you as well. <laughs> right. So I think let's uh, get that trend going. Get it out there. Uh, I think everyone should do that. It's fun. We, we have... Um, uh, I, I tend to agree. Halloween is not my favorite holiday, but I do enjoy it. I feel like um, I've heard... I feel like I know this. Yeah, I like, the, I like the candy. You know? <laughs> I like... I like. I it's like, a... It's it, a it, yeah. Listen, it is a holiday where people go out and they give you free candy. What, what, what more do you need? What's not to like? From a holiday. Um, we have on the network launch so the good folks at Queen City Comedy uh, Mm -hmm. K11s yeah uh, have launched a um, Halloween themed uh, podcast called Bosom Bloodies (laughs) it's available um, in the month of October there are new episodes three times a month they tell scary stories Uh, they talk about horror movies their favorite horror movies they had uh, um, in an episode uh, we just released they had uh, um, Jamie Flynn from The Walking Dead yes on the show um and it's um it's really really cool and and so three episodes a week th- up until Halloween, wow. and then they're going to do one episode a month in the off season, okay. s- talking about Halloween and 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 it deserves scary it scary movies and stories and things it like that. It. So so we're getting in, we are all in. We're on board with your <laughs> with your with your campaign. Good um, with your war on Halloween. If you would uh, <laughs> kindly whisper in their ear that I that I said um, happy murder killings to them. Happy murder killing on the month of October. I think that's fun. Good. I would do that. I think they should have you on the show. I'll do it. I'm sure at three shows a week, I'm sure they're looking for guests. I'm not I'm not afraid of doing podcasts. Yeah. I ain't afraid of no (laughs) podcasts. I ain't afraid of no podcasts. Uh, that's great. Good. All right. We we hashed it out. Halloween's the best. Do you you're not going out, but you will give out candy? Um we I I so this is we're still one year into the Yeah, that's what I wondered. So last year I don't think we got anybody. Oh. Last year, that's a bummer. House. So I'm not quite sure what to expect. I know th- 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 that there's a lot of those like trunk or treats now, where they they take you trunk or treats. Yeah. So a lot of like uh, churches will do this. Is we'll this going to upset me? This is going to upset me, isn't it? <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> so I guess to keep kids safe. Ugh. Um, <laughs> so, Everything's um, <laughs> about kids these days and keeping them right, safe. When we were kids, we they just. It was literally go play in the street. That's right. They kicked us out the door. It's a very different world. On Halloween with a bag over our head. And yeah. You can't see, go out in the street and walk from house to house to strangers. <laughs> Who lives over there, you mom? Nobody to... knows. Go to the door. And they're going to give you something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They didn't give a shit about us. No. Um, so uh, churches will do this or certain uh, municipalities will do this where they'll set up it. In a parking lot, and people can come and park their cars in the parking lot, and they pop their trunks, and they've got candy, and they can hand out. Candy. So kids go from car to All car. All right, so we got Craigslist, yeah. Uber. Yeah, we got. Don't get in the the van with the guy with the candy now. Yeah, go take your car with candy in it to a place, and kids will come to. This is with a farm system yeah. for stealing kids. This. Yeah. W- Really? Yeah, with an open trunk. With an open and, trunk. Yeah. No, go, go. Ahead. All right, go ahead. No, no, get all the way in. <laughs> Are you a size twelve? You know that's right. all the best candy is way back in the trunk. <laughs> way in the, the back. Seat. Yeah. Yes, this is uh, exactly how a yeah. Buffalo Bill got that girl into the car, into the van. Yeah. Like, come on. Also, I believe they do it during the daytime as well. I don't think they do it at night. All right. Well, that's just there's nothing Halloween about the day except for in the movie Halloween, which is great because you can always find Michael Myers. In the background. So, oh, have you seen Halloween Ends yet? Not yet. Okay, I have not. You have a favorite? Uh, what's your favorite of the genre? Not genre, but of the 
All just Halloween, scary movies. Which horror have? movies? Yeah. Um, I like- <laughs> You're like horror movies. Get there quicker. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I I I enjoy Hellraiser, the original oh, wow. Hellraiser. Not, I have movie. not watched the new one yet on, on Hulu, but um, the original Hellraiser is probably my favorite. Wow. Um, that one is, I would say, a genuine scare. That yes, one is, that and is creepy, a creepy, and, yeah. gross. Yes. Legitimate dark. Scary, the more dark. indie they look, sometimes the scarier they are. These yeah. new, like very clean ones. Not, not that I'm the biggest horror fan, but the new clean ones seem less scary in terms of I, if it looks like it's someone's old movie, then I'm really afraid of it because it yeah. feels like it happened. Yep. Yeah. Where are you on the on the Blair Witch? The um, originals is spectacular. Like that. Was, I mean, in the time of. Yes, of indie movie like it was brilliant. It was probably a little long. I mean, I certainly had my issues with it, and I think they, if I'm not mistaken, they kind of bailed a little bit at the end. On they had some effects that were really good, I guess, that they didn't use something like that. Yeah, uh, I thought it was great. My, it, and I'll give you the story because I think you don't like it, but my <laughs> my brother went to this. Am I that transparent? As <laughs> I know your face, uh, my brother went to it. Not knowing, he thought it was actual found footage. Oh, okay. This is whatever year this was. What's, this had to be mid uh, uh, 90s, I'll check. It, it, yeah. it, it was kind of early on in the this new sort of style. Yeah, of and they marketed it by saying that, yeah, hey, this is this is found footage. These documentarians yeah. went out; they they haven't been seen again. So they actually did a really good job of marketing. Very smart it. marketing. Yeah. yeah, just like that new Smile movie. You see the smiley people over the place yes, at the baseball game. So funny. I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen the movie. I heard it's scary, but the people with the creepy smile at a baseball game is like, oh, no, that person fell off their bike when they were young or whatever. Uh, 99, Blair Witch. 99, there you go. Um, sadly, the director of photography died in a plane crash years ago. Yeah. Really sad. It does sound familiar. Uh, but yeah, but you didn't like it. You didn't care for it. Um, well, tell the story for your brother. Well, the, I mean, the was story. Was, he said, he yeah. essentially he totally got hooked on the the marketing of it. He went okay. to it and he said it. And he's someone who loves horror movies. And he was like, it was literally the hair on your back, absolutely terrifying to think of this as being real. Yeah, yeah. and I thought they they managed that very well. I can see if you if you bought into the marketing of it, I can yeah. I can understand why or how effective it would be. <laughs> Um, you, on the other hand, <laughs> I was way too smart to way too smart to it. <laughs> I, I thought it was again as a package. I thought it was really well done. You got to yeah. remember in its time and place, right? So, sure. so you know, late '90s, the internet is not what it was not. Sure, is not what it is now. There you go. Um, well said. <laughs> <laughs> um. And so you could do that with a movie. Yeah. You know, you could create this sort of buzz around it by saying that, you know, oh, you know, oh hey, this is fun, because there's no way for you to say it wasn't. You right. Know, so uh, a lot of people did buy into it. At the screening that I went to, there were clearly 80% of the people in the theater believed it because <laughs> oh, I mean, there were some legitimate... And I always I like to go to movies like that because I'm a little cynical. I like to see how how the how normal people watch movies, right? Like yeah. you and I don't watch movies the way normal. Yeah, people probably do. not. At least there's you know good, I always say good movies have gotten much much better where yeah. I don't see the seams and I'm just lost. And right. then bad movies have gotten worse because I can kind of see the seams. Yeah, in that. yeah. yeah I, it's, um, 
that's a good way to put it. I I I, I can't watch anything. Yeah. Without going, oh, I you know, you know, or even like <laughs> I I had a tweet about it uh, not too long ago where I was like, I wonder what it's like to. You know, look at something and not and not go. Oh, uh, that company changed its logo. I wonder what it like. <laughs> like just yeah. to see the world through right. normal people's eyes. I wonder what that's like. Yeah. So, um, well, every you're right. Every single store name and whatever in a movie has been created right, right. by the by the company by the biographic artist who was like, yeah. "Hey, my mom's Jane, and this is now Jane's Jane's right. you know <laughs> company <laughs> store." And you know what I mean. But anyway, so. Um, being being in the theater with you know a bunch of people who had bought into it was actually kind of cool. Yeah. Um, the movie itself, I thought, to your point, was long. Yeah. And there wasn't a lot, and then the payoff at the end, I thought, wasn't. Worth. But again, man, really? So that place, that yeah. I mean, it's brief. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that payoff is very brief, but man, that's I thought it was powerful. It just you had to be paying attention to mm-hmm. certain parts of it. Yeah. Like it was it that that what we'll call it deep deep in that second act. I mean, it's they're just sort of covering the same ground, and they right. didn't you know they didn't know how to uh, for for those save the cat people. It was like Dark Knight of the Soul and. Uh, you know the bad guys. Uh, what's it? What is it? Uh, bad guys catch up. I think is what it is. It's these yeah. story beats. Yep. It's the it's the final final ones where it's like they they didn't know how to do that with. They were at such limited means, so they kind of so it felt long and it drug out. Yeah, yeah. That was that was the area. Um, and to me, once once they get once she gets to the house, to me it was they that it was I was. On the edge of my seat, just okay. It was, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I think again for what for what it was and and at the at the time, uh, time and place. I'm yeah. trying to find the runtime. Um, yeah, because it didn't need to be. I, th- I think for it to qualify to be a feature, I, this is just the podcast that Kale and them are doing at this point. Right, but, exactly. Uh, but but we, let's talk about scary funny movies. But let's we'll do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was going to say the. Uh, I think for it to qualify for a feature film, it needs to be at least eighty minutes. In my opinion, that sounds right. Um, so sure. if it's much more than eighty minutes, I, I think they didn't need to do that. Would be my guess. I think it's. I, th- I thought it was really smartly done. I'm a huge fan of the Mike Myers movies. The the first couple uh, people who got into the all the crazy ones when they were in space. I, I didn't really do much with any of that stuff. Yeah, but that was Jason actually. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, the, Friday the Thirteenth. Right. Yeah, the the first couple uh, of the Mike Myers again, not the biggest fan. I think the new It is one of the best one of the best movies I've ever seen. The part one, one part, part one, one yeah. uh, in, that was made five years ago or whatever it was. Uh, I agree. With I that. think it's spectacular. I think it's yeah. the best one one of the best, at least ensemble, maybe the best child performances I think that I've seen. Even better than Stranger Things, and which I think is pretty solid as well. Um, Really, really well done, um, and I think one of the best comedies going is is um, Shaun of the Dead. Yes, they. You want to talk that. about nailing nailing every every single trope from like zombie movies and that? I mean, beautiful. Yeah, so so funny. I think Simon Pegg and, and them are. That's just the best. That's that is a perennial movie that's just gonna get seen in October. 
Yeah. That and it are the same ones, the original Mike Myers. And I had friends, I didn't know this. So my friends in college, uh, they they were they loved Mike Myers too, but it, they had this they have a different feeling about it. So in the movie, it's Haddonfield, Missouri or or um, Illinois, maybe. I can't yeah. remember exactly right now. Midwesty. Yeah, it's Midwesty. Yeah. Haddonfield, New Jersey is actually where this took place. Wow. And my friends, two two guys from that town, they're like, no, 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 that house is real. It is, looks like the scary house you see in every movie where no one's in it. It's still like that, and it's in Haddonfield, New Jersey. Huh. And they're like, yeah, so it's a little... It's a little close to home, that movie, for us. We love the Mike Myers movies, but that's yeah. like a real thing that happened. Hmm. I haven't followed that up, but that's what they tell me. And, huh. Yeah. Okay. So. And that was really the first of the slasher movies. It was really kind of the yeah. first of sort of that genre, that Friday the 13th, yeah. Nightmare on Elm exactly. Street sort of. First use of, yeah. you familiar? Uh, Steadicam. Steadicam, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And well done, Steadicam. Yes. That thing yeah. was probably 150 pounds for yeah. that poor <laughs> bastard who did it. <laughs> Because now they're not even, I don't think, close to that, if I'm not mistaken. Um, well, no, and now they've got those, like, those... Yeah, those, they don't uh, need to do any of that stuff in that. Yeah. It's, it's the, a frame, sort of, that you can mount yeah. a camera in the middle of it and just kind of... kept wanting to say rotor, but it's not... A, I forgot, the gimbal. It's gimbal, yeah, gimbal. yeah, there you go. Yep. Uh, yeah, the, the old ones. I've, I've wore, like, one or two, just... I've never really used it, but they put it on just to see. Yeah. It's, like, 80 pounds, and, it, yeah. and the weight lands on, like, your lower hips, so it's really hard to move in it. Uh, that's changed. Anyway, interesting. Yeah. Um, one hour, 21 minutes, Blair Witch runtime. Uh, so, so okay, eight, 91? 81 minutes. 81 minutes. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, perfect. So, Look at that. There you go. So they snuck it in. Y'all know that my math ain't so good. <laughs> it's like, we need one more minute yes. to be a legit to qualify. Yeah, 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 yeah. And honestly, it's, you know, probably 15 minutes too long. Yeah, Although that's oftentimes how I feel about most movies. There aren't that many movies where I'm like, I wish that was longer. I think, I, I think a lot of current movies could... Probably take a page from the Blair Witch, <laughs> yeah. um, the Blair Witch plan, and just cut thirty minutes. Like even like uh, uh, Top Gun Maverick this past summer. Oh man, I thought 10, 15 minutes too long. I got to tell you, I, yeah. I think I'm one of the few people. I love the original. I was not a fan of this really? movie. Yeah, it's the yeah. same movie. Yeah, I know, but it's, it's like beat by beat the same movie. It's te- it's pretty terrible. The performances are bad. Interesting. Okay, the, they're 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 paper characters. Like yeah, I don't disagree with that. There's oh, not man. a lot of not a lot of characters. This idea that we care about this relationship that with this character we've never met before. Yeah. It's yeah. like suddenly now we care about this woman. I, what what are we doing here? Yeah. What did you think we liked about the original? It, it, I'm, I'm talking to the to the filmmakers. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> Tom, let's let's face it. We're talking to Tom. Tom, Tom come on. Tom, Tom. What do you think Tom, we gave babe. a shit about when that and that yeah. movie came out? Do you think it was who was dating who? Like it wasn't well, the one. The, the um the thing I read, what's her name? Penny? Is that the 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 new the the um the love interest? Yeah, no. the <laughs> and no even idea. the actress's name escapes me. But she uh, lo- she's wonderful. Yeah, she she's looks great. Labyrinth. She looks she's aging wonderfully. Yes. Um. But uh, so her character. So remember in the first movie, mm-hmm. and you have to really like this is a deep, yeah, I'm a deep pull. If you remember the first movie. They alluded to um, when Maverick was getting chewed out for buzzing the tower and mm-hmm. doing all the other things. Oh yeah, remember? Exactly and they said about. you also buzzed someone's daughter, right? The, the general's daughter. Not yeah. to mention one one um, ill, uh, not ill-timed, but um, whatever the phrasing they used. One 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 misguided night with the general's daughter. Yes. Okay. She's the general's wow. daughter. 
all right, so here's here's my issue with that. <laughs> yeah, you really got to... No one gives a shit no, about that. Yeah. That is so frustrating to me. Yeah. You apply that to every movie, every the, all the new Harry Potter, Fantastic Beast movies. A- every reference to the previous story. I don't care if yeah. nobody in the new Harry Potter movies has any connection with any other character. Why does yeah. it have to be? Why is Star Wars, everyone has to be related to one of the characters we know from well, the original. That's what the nerds want is all that deep. Yeah. I have a, I have a whole theory on how yeah. f- fanatics, hyper nerds ruin their yeah. the the continuation of their movies. They ruin them. No one I knew I didn't give a shit if Luke had kids. I didn't care if Han Solo and right. Leia had a kid. It didn't right. doesn't right. mean shit. Oh, it's so frustrating to me. Yeah. It's just it's just like why can't it just be in the same world in the next generation? Why can't and why did all of them ha- all of them were related? I'm surprised we didn't see Chewbacca's nephew in this movie <laughs> running around growling at people. Like I just yeah. like why why? Why didn't he get it? Why does Chewbacca never get to get laid? <laughs> Why is everybody hey, else? Listen, make no mistake. Chewbacca. Chewbacca, he pounded his he, he is. He's getting, he's fine. <laughs> Don't shed any tears for Chewbacca. He does, <laughs> he did he does fine. just fine. Hey, if you want, we can talk about it. Because I'm, I'm so mad that they didn't give Chewbacca a moment of remorse. Chewbacca's literally with Han Solo because he yeah. saved his life and he had a life debt to Han Solo yeah. to which no, they became right. brothers and best friends. He dies. He, he yells. He growls one time. Yep, and then shoots him. Yeah. And then he's back to being normal Chewbacca. Yeah, he has his head against the wall in this ship. Then he walks. They fly all the way back home. I know we're going off the rails here. <laughs> they go all the way back home. Chewbacca walks by Princess Leia. They don't even look at each other. They haven't spoken since Han Solo is dead. And they don't even look at each other and give themselves a moment. Everything we know about the history of them. This is the uh, why have them related if you're not going to yeah, have yeah. those emotional beats? That's yeah. why these movies are shit now. I'm sorry. I don't care who's directed them. I don't care who wrote them. They are they they fail because of that very reason. Luke Skywalker got a. Um, what do you call that when they when they, at court they're not allowed you're not allowed to talk? What do you call that? A gag gag order. order. Yeah. Luke Luke uh, Luke Skywalker. Mark Hamill got a gag order because of how bad he thought Luke was written. In that last movie. In the last movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. Like, yeah. God, those movies piss me off, yeah. man. It's very frustrating. Yeah. And apparently I feel very strongly uh, about uh, it. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I'm a little a little scared. <laughs> inching, Brian's inching out of the room. Uh he's like, you know what, you can finish I have, this. I have grave fears. About the fifth Indiana Jones movie, I can, Crystal Skulls should have be all copies should be burned and and thrown away. I don't. That movie doesn't exist as far as I'm concerned. It can't. That it was the yeah. biggest pile of crap, yes. and it it wrecked a lot of. And I'm not just like one of those people who are like, oh, you, you know, you ruined my childhood because it. No, no, it's not like that. But I hold those. I hold two of those first three movies in pretty high regard. Sure, and particularly the first one. And so then to have this this turgid piece of crap <laughs> <laughs> as the fourth movie, I, come on! I, 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 oh. I, I, it was just it was. I don't I don't know how it got made. 
unacceptable. I don't know how like who signed off on the script? He survives a nuclear explosion in a refrigerator. <laughs> Didn't Spiel- Spielberg direct it? I thought right. No, he did not. Ah, okay. no, and he was going to do the fifth one, but but he had to pull out. So so I have some great. I watched on, this. Steve. I watched this this YouTube video of a random guy explaining the progress of like the making of the fifth movie and how they're making it stuff oh, really? and how okay. like Harrison Ford Harrison Ford is 78 years old. Right. Still doing a lot of his own fight scenes and things like that. Jeez. Oh, Injured his shoulder so they've had to use a body double for a lot of the scenes. Oh no, that doesn't bode well. Which strikes me as like Wagon East, John Candy that that is not going to be a good thing. No. Um and there's a lot of flashbacks, apparently, because they're showing a lot of clips or a lot of the footage that this thing used was actual footage from the shooting, uh, the filming of, of of this fifth movie. And a lot of it takes place during World War II, and it's still Indiana Jones. I don't know if these are flashbacks or what's happening, but if it takes place in World War II, when ostensibly the first Raiders of the Lost Ark movie took place, mm-hmm. how are you going to get 78-year-old Harrison Ford... They're gonna do that shit they did with exactly. with De Niro and Pacino yes. or whatever. And it's gonna look like a video game. It's gonna look like I'm, a video game. I'm gonna. I swear to God. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> get me in a get me alone in a room with Spielberg. On you know my take on this. So at some point, these guys got to retire. Get out of the way. Well, it's not even. I think it's it's um, listen to me like telling Spielberg he has to retire. You tell him. You tell it's him, not, Jason. I don't even necessarily blame Spielberg, but George Lucas sold Star Wars and the, and the Indiana Jones franchise to Disney, and now there's too Was much that, Star wait, Wars. Wait, wait, wait. That's yes. not, that's uh, that's not Spielberg's. Mm-mm. Oh, really? Oh, no, no, Lucas. I don't it. know what I'm talking about. But 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 sold both of those franchises to Disney, and now there's too much Star Wars. Yeah, right. Well, we're, we're, and, yeah. and there's, there's. I like the Mandalorian. I yeah, have not I thought seen that was the Obi Wan series. Uh, and, and, I haven't. Seen I think the other Mandalorian, Obi Wan, a couple of those. There, there's this real cheesy element to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I feel like we've sort of reverted back to the '90s, the late '90s, a little bit, and there's some, some real cheesy sort of special effects, and it, it feels like. The old Hulk movie, the whole old Hulk TV shows. Yes, that's yep. what it feels like. Like especially She Hulk and that. It's pretty rough, man. Yeah. Now the ones that I like this, the Andor. Andor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? I have not. I have not yet. But but I liked Rogue One enough that I feel like I would like it. Rogue One is the yeah. best Star Wars movie made since, since the, the originals. Yeah. Yes. I, they, yeah, without I, question. One hundred percent agree. And Andor is maintaining that. It, okay, it's okay. that good. It's right. very, very well done so I'll far. There's a there's you know a couple moments, but it's it, you know what it seems like it seems like it's a movie made by adults. Right. The rest of them don't seem like they're movies made by adults. I agree. And that's very it's very frustrating because I get the kids like these movies, and I'm sure the kids like the new movies and all that because that's all they know. That doesn't mean they're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. grossly wrong. Those are bad movies. So they're being brought up on on bad products. Mm-hmm. Whereas these other movies had this the great basis and the, the writing was great and and they lack the heart of the first one. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. The, having a bajillion dollar budget is not the best thing that happened to the Star Wars. It's franchise. almost never the best thing that happens to any movie. Right. Like that's that's my take, uh, and I don't get me started on this Marvel and all this stuff because I, yeah. I really struggle with everything they've done since uh, Endgame. Mm-hmm. Outside of um, No Way, was it No Way Home, the Spider-Man movie? 
Yeah, I haven't seen those. That one's that's actually very very good. I I can't do the superhero movies yeah, anymore. That's fair. Yeah, I'm I'm off yeah. them myself, so I'm probably not the best judge of this stuff. Um, maybe we well, can come back. The, oh. I'm sorry. One more thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I the reason for me the reason that movies like Raiders of the Lost Ark holds up, and that the Star Wars Episode Four A New Hope <laughs> holds up, <laughs> is because of the practical effects, the heart. Yeah. The low budget, the 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 storytelling, because that's that's the whole the foundation is that right. it's always going to be that if right. you have if you insert a special effect or a money a money solving problem to what should be a story plot character uh, foundation, it's yeah. always going to be bad. That's, well, and you that's have my the sense, thing. even if you know that you know it's a controlled environment, and there's no way, and it's probably not even Harrison Ford sliding under the yeah. under the 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 the, the tank. Yeah. Um, even though you know that, there's something in the back of your of your head that goes, "Oh, Indy's in danger. Indy's Indy's yeah. in actual jeopardy." Stakes are higher for sure. The new computer effects, the new it's 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 cartoons fighting each other. Right. It doesn't. Totally. There's no stakes. To, to use an example to, to compare to that, uh, doing a split with two Jeeps riding as if they're riding on a basketball court through the jungle. Right. The split, like, what do they think about yeah. their audience if that's if they're they're putting yeah. that out there? No one was editing that. Going, hey, anyone? Can someone come in here? This is shit. <laughs> this is absolute garbage. Can we cut this scene altogether? Yeah. There's a scene where Shia LaBeouf is on (laughs) vines going through the jungle like Tarzan, catching up with the Jeeps (laughs) that that they're sort of... You know what? It is a comedy. I take it back. It is as a farcical comedy as Blazing Saddles, but more (laughs) offensive. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, this week at the Comedy Zone, uh, Dan Soder is here. Uh, be sure to check him out. Go to cltcomedyzone.com for a full schedule, and we'll be right back. If you are sick with COVID-19 or think you might have it, stay home except to get medical care. Monitor your symptoms. If your symptoms get worse, contact your doctor. Get rest and stay hydrated. Avoid public transportation, ride-sharing, or taxis. And take these six steps to protect others. Wear a mask over your mouth and nose if you must be around other people. Cover your mouth and nose with a tissue when you cough or sneeze. Clean your hands often with soap and water or use hand sanitizer, especially after coughing or sneezing. As much as possible, stay in a separate room and away from others in your home. Avoid sharing personal household items such as dishes, utensils, towels, or bedding. Wash these items thoroughly after using them. And clean all surfaces that are touched often, like counters and doorknobs, every day. To learn more, visit cdc.gov. Welcome back, everybody, to the Comedy Zone podcast, uh, also known this week as the movie critic uh, <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we were. We're getting into it. Yeah. It's heated. I'm sweating. I'm not going to lie. I'm sweating <laughs> I'm, right I'm, I'm all fired up. My <laughs> blood pressure is spiking. Do you believe uh, South Park did, a, did a, a take on this, and it's specifically about Spielberg and Lucas and, and those guys, saying that at some point it stops being theirs? 
mm-hmm. and it's ours now. Yeah. Ours being just the the consumers, essentially. Yeah, I, I believe so. in that too. Yeah, and I think I think certainly South Park is the perfect example of that as well. Yeah, that they've just they've been on for so long, right? You know, it now it becomes part of the the it becomes part of not just culture, but it becomes part of your life. How many references? How many people? It, May sure. the Fourth is now this ridiculous yeah. where people who don't even like Star Wars who weren't even alive when the first movie came out <laughs> are like, "May the Fourth be with you." <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's yeah. I think it absolutely becomes. Um, I think Seinfeld yeah. is in that is in yeah. that that realm as well, where it just it becomes bigger than the original product. I, I would agree. And I think there's a, and I'm sure that's not easy for those, for those folks. And, and, you know, who knows, maybe let me know. Maybe I'm an idiot about this, but I just think at some point it's like, you got to stop touching it. Stop, get, get out of the way of it. Let the next group. Part of it for me is let the next group come in and sort of take what you've done and yeah. go and do something with it or whatever. I would rather somebody new come in with new characters, but be in the same world as opposed to, Taking what we already know and then and just chewing up and spitting out what we thought all these characters were. Everything yeah. from th- from four, five, and six gets undone mm-hmm. in the yeah. uh, the rest of the movies, and yeah. that's just heartbreaking to know that that exists. I, yeah. I just you know, anyway. Yeah. And the other reason why I say this is because of us being so so uh, passionate about it is because again, it's another South Park episode where they're just yeah. like, "Remember Imagination Land?" Yes. and they're yeah. talking about. The, uh, Indiana Jones and these things too. They're like, those things are as real as uh, people we know. Yeah, so yeah. They have as much impact and influence on us. That's why I think art and all these things that people are so passionate about them because they mean something. They're like part yeah. of the, like you said, part of the part yeah. of the world we live in now, and they influence us and they yeah, are part I, of our I, conversations. I, and I saw so Star Wars came out when I was, was it seventy seven. Yeah. So I was eleven years old. So I was, I mean, that's right in my wheelhouse, right? Right. So that that is like, Star Wars f- for me came out at the perfect time. Yeah, man. And I sat th- the first time, like initially, I kind of didn't really want to see it. You know, I didn't really know that can, much. Can I jump in one one quick thing? Go right ahead. Not a kids movie, Mm-mm. a family movie. Yes. There's a difference. Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, hundred percent. So I went, I think, with a bunch of friends because it came out that summer, and. The thing that would happen in the mid '70s was if a movie found some success in the theater, there wasn't streaming, there wasn't cable TV, right. there wasn't it where like you know it'll be in the theater for two weeks and then you'll see it on Amazon for in four weeks. Right. Start with the original Star Wars movie was in theaters for over a year. Whoa! <laughs> I didn't know that. I, I mean, a long, long time. I saw it twelve times in the theater. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Money bags. Holy in, shit! <laughs> well, it was also a buck and a half to see a movie. <laughs> but so, right. So the first time I saw Star Wars, I was waited in line. It was maybe a month after it was out, and everyone kept saying, "All my friends were like, yeah, I can't believe you haven't seen it. Yeah, you have to see it.'" It's like, fine, I'll go see it. I kind of didn't want to. Sci-fi wasn't really my thing. Right. And so I waited in lo- blocks long. Especially back then. Sci-fi almost wasn't a thing. No, it really wasn't. Yeah, there was, was Star Trek was like as close yeah. as you got. Maybe Lost in Space, but... Yeah, that, yeah, a couple but, of those older yeah. ones. Yeah, and that wasn't the... There wasn't great representation, even though I love Star Trek. Yeah, and it wasn't that like uh, 1950s um, sci-fi, which was sort of fueled by, by the... Flash Gordon and that yeah, kind of stuff, and, yeah. Or like, it was sort of fueled by the fear of atomic energy and Godzilla and things gotcha. like that. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. 
so um, I ended up by the time we got into the theater, the only seats available were like up front. Oh wow! And this is up front in those days was eight feet from the screen. <laughs> right. It's not yeah. like now where they separate yeah. you know the seats from like <laughs> like up front was I mean up front right. And uh, I, I it completely blew me away that first shot of the Star Cruiser oh, that yeah. comes in, and I'm front row center, and I'm like, "Holy shit, this movie's going to change my and yeah." It, and it did. I mean, that, that oh, that's awesome. It, it's not it's not an exaggeration to say that you know it's probably one of the reasons I got into storytelling. And yeah, man, that's and, great. Yeah, for, certainly for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, without question for me that I, I uh, yes, being being a nerd and getting into. It was all. It's all good and evil stuff. I mean, if it wasn't going to be in, in uh, throughout history, whoever, whatever that story was that best told yeah. the good versus evil, you know, black and white, you know, kind of thing, that just happened to be the the, the movie at that time. And it's really uh, the Seven Samurai, right? Isn't that that's what I've heard? Or yes. Rashomon or yeah. the Seven Samurai, one of those two. Yeah, uh, and there's Kurosawa a couple others. It's, 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 a, it's a western. Harry Potter's the same deal. It's yeah. you know, it's the same story. Yeah. You know, and everyone kind of tries to criticize these movies for that. It's like, no, guys, it's you're worried about that happening over the last like 20. It's happened for 2000 years of yes. <laughs> telling yeah. this story over and over and over. Right, again. We're selling telling the same 12 stories. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, over that's and right. Over again. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't have a problem with it. Hmm. Do it, it's uh, that's why when you're trying to, to sell movies. So they say I've never sold a movie <laughs> is, uh, you know, your pitch has to be some some derivative of uh You've seen this a hundred times, but it's completely different. Right, right. right. It's like right. you sell the idea that this is a story that's been told and has been successful. Yeah. The way that I'm doing it is unique and different. Yeah, and that's 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 there you go. Yeah, it, it, um, um, Die Hard's a great example of that. Mm. Right. So the, the, the uh, almost movies, a perfect action screenplay. movies in particular, uh, afterwards were for for years. Years, maybe even decades after Die Hard came out, action movies were pitched as Die Hard on a plane. Yeah, right. Die Hard in yes. a stadium. I do you remember Die hearing Hard that? In a whatever. So we're just telling the same stories over right. and over again in a T- confined space, and yeah, yeah, totally fine with it too. That's great. They're not doing that. Are they doing that with comedies? It's probably the same story. So, are there modern comedies? No, I don't think. I'm trying to think <laughs> of the last pure comedy that was released um, in a the theater. Yeah, I don't know, because I've been hearing this this buzz, like Burt Kreischer was talking about it, and a couple other people about how sort of straight comedies. There was a time, not that long ago, where Judd Apatow mm-hmm. and those guys were making those R-rated comedies. 40-year-old version. Yeah, f- yeah, 40-year-old, 40-year-old version, yeah. uh, super bad. Mm-hmm. Um, the one where uh, uh, Will Ferrell, uh, Talladega Nights, where Will Ferrell's yep. Anchorman. Yep. All those movies were hugely successful. I I have to wonder if people are a little afraid to make comedies right now. It's just a little it's a little hard to make fun of people yeah. right now without without there being some guff. You know. And there's movies that don't like um I always I think about um there's something about Mary. Right. Which I loved. Every frame of so something fun. about Mary. So funny. I loved it too. There's a lot of stuff in there where you're like, oh Yeah, it's a little crazy. I don't think now. they could do that now. Yeah. Which the, is what the Fairley brothers did, but Right. Yeah. Right. And again it's it, the it's it's a shame because everybody n- knew that. How do you say it? Everyone knows that, that these are jokes. Yeah. And it's just it became it's become to whose expense at whose expense, right. 
And those people then say, no, you can't make jokes about that anymore. Or somebody on their behalf is saying it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I, you know, I've got mixed feelings about that, about, yeah, at some point. You know, I, I listen, I'll, I'll go all day talking about how Shrek is a garbage movie and should be <laughs> taken off the shelves. Uh, you laugh, and I'm like, the, no, the older I, I get, the more I think yeah. that movie is shit. And, and they didn't learn their lesson because the last movie is apparently the same message. Yeah. And I'll get into it with everybody. Uh, Shrek is a movie that tells everybody who you are inside is all that counts, what you look like. If you're a monster on the outside, doesn't matter. Oh, except if you're a short person. That yeah. movie, yeah. Yeah. the only thing that they make fun of in that movie is that that's a short guy. And they lambaste him the entire yeah, movie right. long. Yeah. So everyone's like, oh, this movie's so great. Look, it's, as long as you have a good heart, you're okay. I imagine everybody enjoying that movie except for the short kid in class going, well, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. I'm fucked because I am shorter than the average person. Yeah. yeah. It actually genuinely bothers me. And I'm luckily, yeah. I found some other articles about it where I was like, well, good. I'm not the only one thinking this shit. Yeah, uh, it, it's the problem is is that you're that's still an acceptable thing. Although right. I do love the short the hashtag short king that's that's come out. That's <laughs> actually a lot of fun. Um, but that being said, am I actually trying to get Shrek? To, no, of course not. I got to just make a movie that's you know counter to that and showing showing yeah, short sure. people in a good light or whatever. Yeah. Or, or 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 a movie that casts a short person without mentioning that. That he or she is a short person. Boy, what a novel idea that, just, that is. This person, I think probably the closest person to do that is, what's his name? Uh, Peter Dinklage. Yeah, right. Who, yeah. Who gets cast in movies right? and shows not because he's a little person. The sure. role isn't written for a little person, but he's cast in in, in a movie because he's a brilliant actor. And, and Sure. And also has a sense of humor uh, yes. about it when you look at a movie like uh, um, Elf. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly so, so anyone who's going to come back and say, uh, you know, have a sense of the guy has a sense of humor about this shit, and so do I. I yeah. absolutely do. It's just when I hear everyone else gripe about every little thing because everybody is diagnosed with something now, which I I love. That's sarcasm. Uh, it's like okay, every everybody's got something now, and everyone's got a gripe about something, and nobody has a sense of humor about it. But we. As yeah. short people, as you name, pick, pick it, but we have to have a sense of humor about it. It's that's the yeah. part that's frustrating. That's yeah. super frustrating to me. It, 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 and um, similarly, for decades, people who stuttered were serial killers. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like this went on for decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes me nervous, Brian. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I've gotten. You're like, I haven't been caught yet. It's fine. Don't well, worry. About uh, it. Um. Uh, somewhat I'm connected uh, Michael Palin in A Fish Called Wanda oh yeah whose character stuttered so he had this affectation that he th that was I mean he took a lot of crap he, he, in that movie and 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 was much like you know the only person who really sort of got made fun of in that movie mm. uh, interesting uh, I see this is an example of me not I I know that movie. I've, yeah. I I enjoy that movie. Never picked up on how you would interpret that. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Because it's a, it, it 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 like I can't watch that movie. Yeah. I don't find it funny. Right. Uh, Michael Palin afterwards um, was so upset at his at his portrayal of that character and the way that it was received that he founded an organization to do research into stuttering and and no kidding to, to, um, and to and to work with children. 
in particular who's taught her. It's the Michael Palin something. I can't think of the name of it. Right oh, now, that's but, uh, beautiful but it, and heartbreaking. Yeah. So he he, yeah. he he was so affected and so and so upset by the way his his performance was received by people who started that he created a foundation wow. for. There you go. So I, something I, good came out of it. I, yeah, yeah, I would agree. And it, here, here's my take, because it sounds like we've gone sort of back on what we were just talking about. But yeah, I actually, I, I believe, though, everyone needs to have a sense of humor. Absolutely. Part of the problem is, I think those are two movies where it's so isolated, where that's the only thing that you're allowed to make fun of that I that I sort of take issue with. Yeah. Because um, if everybody's fair game, which it should be, then you can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Again, we're not talking about hurting people. We're not talking, you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. But, but sense of humor still needs to be out there. Yeah. And, I, and I, go, I go still with, if you're really good at writing comedy, if you're a good comedian, you can do it. You can find a way to be funny without, yeah. you know, throwing somebody under the bus. Punching down. Yeah. Punching down. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 and two, as a, as, a, as a consumer of comedy, it's not okay to laugh at jokes that are made at other people's expense, at other groups of people's expense, and then get offended when a joke lands at your feet and you go, oh, well, that, you can't say that. You right. should be able to say that. And then and then go on some sort of public crusade to get that person canceled because they said this thing that offended you. But you laughed at every other exactly. bullshit thing yeah. that they said. Right. Or not even bullshit, but you know what I mean. Whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. funny thing that everybody else was okay yeah. with. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, this is what I think it gets boiled down to when you hear Bill Burr and these guys talk about it is that it all has to be on the table. Right. It, it all has to be on the table for that reason, for the reason we were just talking about. Because if it's not, it's just not fair at that point. Yeah. What, no group gets to be above the co- comedy law. Right, right, <laughs> right. You just can't. You just, the joke's got to be smart. The joke's got to be good, well-crafted. Don't go to an open mic. Right, right, <laughs> I'm exactly. just... Yeah. You know, that's where people are working out. So so let me rephrase that. If you go to an open mic, know that it's it's the gym, it's not the fight. You right. know? Yeah. Yeah, There's exactly. gonna be mistakes. There's it's gonna practice. be yeah. and everyone's everyone's job there to sort of police your own groups and, and the, your own jokes. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Don't don't be the, the knuckleheads in the back laughing at the most inappropriate shit because your friend's an idiot. Go tell them it's a bad joke. And be like, you know, if you got to fix that, that's bad. Yeah. You can't do that outside of this room or whatever it is. Also, Agreed. don't be mean to people. Yeah. I don't care. Don't yeah. You know. I think that's uh, poke all the fun you want at yourself. Yeah. You know, in your experience and your your worldview. But don't. Yeah. yeah. There's no reason. There's enough of that. You don't need to do it. Right. Speaking of uh, idiots, uh, <laughs> I uh, have my, my uh, second headlining gig. Yes. Yes. At the idiot at box. the idiot box. There yep. it is. That's I found my people. <laughs> we're transitioning out of that. Uh, we're going to wrap up here pretty soon. But I did want to uh, say thanks to uh, Jenny Stencil, amazing, yeah, uh, the owner of the idiot box, um, and uh, Steve Lesser, and uh, Juicy, who uh, uh, opened the show, and Eric Trundy, and uh, Jenny did time, and it was great, man. Awesome. It was amazing. a really, really, really good night. Got some videos that are going to come be coming out of that, and uh, yeah, man, they they gave me all the time. They they. Rolled out the red carpet, uh, as it were, and uh, I think it was a hugely successful night. And I think you'll see me doing some some more headlining gigs there in the future. Excellent. Yeah, so it. if anyone's anywhere even close, even here, uh, close to Greensboro, go to the Idiot Box. That's a, that is a really great club. Uh, it's a nice, intimate setting. They get great comics, and they also give give people shots. I think who deserve shots there too. So, uh, the Idiot Box Greensboro. It's on, I think it's like five thirty Green Street. 
um, check out their their website and all their social media and stuff. There's just strong comics in Greensboro too. Yeah, man. there's yeah. some really really. They they have this really sweet spot right between like Raleigh, Durham, and Charlotte, and they just got just great comics out there. So awesome. yeah, check them out. I just want to give them a shout because yeah, was, absolutely. Last weekend was and a, it's great. You're, it was a blast. You're, you're a headlining comedian. Look at that. Fantastic. Who knew? <laughs> This is the part where we're like, I gotta call my dad, and it's like, no, my they they called it before I did. They were like, nope, this is what you do now. <laughs> nice, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, life's good, man. Um, got some uh, stuff coming up. I guess uh, new material night next Tuesday, which is one of my favorite nights at the Comedy Zone. Uh, Tuesday the twenty fifth, uh, new material night. You get about uh, eight or so uh, comics here in Charlotte who are doing brand new material. And I know that might not sound like fun, but it's a blast because no, cool. you get real good material, and it's fun to see people fail too. Uh, it's really it's a good time. So I think uh, I think that's what I got, Brian. Am I missing anything? I'm sure there's a, a couple movies we haven't shit on. <laughs> <laughs> we Wait a minute, Are you ahead. sure? Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. We were talking about movies. There's a lot of things happening here in Charlotte. A lot of commercial. Yeah. There's. Uh, I don't. I don't know the name of the movie though, but I'm still gonna say because I'm excited about it because I'm such a big fan. You and McGregor are shooting a movie in he, town. He's here in town. He's here yeah, in Charlotte. He's been spotted at Beef and Bottle. Look at that. I, I want to say um, another another restaurant uptown that he's yeah. that I can't think of now off the top of my head. But yeah. This is exciting and it's very very good for Charlotte. So every time yes. you want to get annoyed by this, uh, this is bringing a lot of money uh, into into Charlotte. Spending it here, it's found money, gang. Yeah. This isn't yeah. a the, the the city didn't invest all this money in these people, and they're not going to. They're coming here and spending money in town. So, yeah. uh, so you and McGregor is one of my favorites, man. I could go just awesome. n- name a movie that he's in, and it's good. Train Spotting yep. is amazing. One of my favorite saying, movies, yeah. Moulin Rouge. You kidding me? Yeah. Have you heard the pipes on this guy? He's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna run up to him, and be like, "Come what may." I'm gonna and open my arms for a hug, and he's gonna <laughs> hug me if I do that to him. Wasn't he in? Uh, 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 Star Wars? Mr. Yeah. He's, well, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shit, I hope Ripper. he doesn't listen to this. We've been beaten up. I think we're safe. Okay. <laughs> well, talented Mr. Ripley, right? Wasn't that, yeah. was that him? No, he's no? not in that. Oh. Nope. That's, um, oh, Matt Damon and Phil Jude Law. Jude Law. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Brian doesn't watch movies, everybody. He does not. By the way, I will say, as I backpedal, uh, Ewan McGregor is great as Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's, he, he's one of the saving... You know, graces of that. Yeah, him and, him yeah, and Qui Gon are great in what they were given. So, and anyway, for what's worth, he's he is legitimately one of my favorite actors, and and I know some other folks who've worked with him before, and he's just a fantastic human being awesome. too. So that, that's yeah. cool. That's good to hear because yeah. there's some, a lot of them who are not. Thank you. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, there's great shows I'm, in, I'm in uh, at Charlotte. You, James Corden. Yeah. James. <laughs> 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 yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. The, yeah. I don't know how to feel about it yet. Because it sounds like he was a jerk, but that guy rolled over fast. You hear that apparently James called him and was like, hey, I'm so sorry, and was very apologetic. And the guy's like, ah, everybody makes mistakes. He's allowed back in my restaurant. Oh, no. I didn't yeah. hear that. I that just felt like that he mm. got kind of black. There's a reason he doesn't work in England anymore. That's, oh, really? That's all, yes. Ooh. That's all I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say. English people are the not – They're not fans of him. Yeah. Wow, it's almost as if you are a talk show host. You're – <laughs> kind of an asshole. Maybe. Dare I say it, but it seems to be that keeps happening. Well, I don't know. There's no bad Stephen Colbert stories. That's a good point. Um, it's a good point. No, I'm listen, of course. I don't know. Johnny has sound like a good dude. Carson? Yeah. Oh, it was bad, too. There's there you go. Stories. Well, I stand yeah. by what I said originally, <laughs> that I was trying to help. <laughs> 
All right. Well, that's uh, that's what I got. Uh, Charlotte's an amazing city. We got great things happening yeah. here. Again, go to the Comedy Zone. Go to um, uh, Comedy Arts Theater of Charlotte. I've got. Uh, um, I am teaching a, my second class there. Nice. Awesome. So Friday, the uh, what is it? November eighteenth is our graduation. So come check that out. Nice. Uh, there's a lot going on, Charlotte. I'm just uh, I'm back out in the world again. So I'm feeling all warm yeah. and fuzzy about it. So that's good to have you back. Thanks, buddy. It's good to see you. All right. Well, let's do it. What do you think? I think we're done. We'll sign it off. All right, everybody. Well, we'll see you next week. We've got some great guests coming up. And uh, uh, be safe and be funny, and we'll see you then. The Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Hepburn and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. Queen City Podcast Network.com. Oh.